Welcome to Healthy Habits, Happy Homes with the Guelph Family Health Study, where we share research and practical tips for applying it to your own family. Each week, we'll bring you evidence-based health information from experts. Our quick tips will help you create healthy habits for a happy home. Welcome back to this week's episode of Healthy Habits, Happy Homes. My name is Catherine, and I'm here with my co-host, Eli. Hi, everybody. So this week's episode of Healthy Habits, Happy Homes is all about screen time. And so we're joined with Lisa Tang, uh, who actually completed her master's degree in the Guelph Family House study all about screen time. She's also recently published an article in Conversation Canada outlining all of the important uh, information and tips that families need to know about screen time. And so we're so happy to have her with us. Yeah, Welcome, Lisa. I feel like this is something that we all struggle with. Screens are prevalent. Um, you know, I'm in the grocery store, I'm checking my phone because, you know, what else do I do while I'm waiting in line? And so I feel like no matter what age you are, um, we could all use some tips on how to reduce our screen time. Right. Well, thank you very much for having me. And yes, it definitely is a hot button topic because it's, screen time is just so easily accessible nowadays. And um, we're on it as adults and then our children are on it as well. So it's definitely something that's of interest. Yeah, and so just what counts as screen time? So Catherine just mentioned, you know, she spends time on her phone at the grocery store. We see, you know, kids these days on their iPads all the time. But let's try to cover some all the examples so we can really understand going forward what we mean when we say screen time. Sure. So screen time takes together both the traditional forms of media, such as television and computer media or video games, uh, as well as these newer forms of mobile media technologies like our cell phones or iPads or tablets. Okay. Um, as well as actually uh, one of the involved in the new definition is also uh, the wearable technology like smartwatches. Then you're, you're never away from it. <laughs> right. Text messages to your arm. Right. And so this easily accessible screen time has really uh, caused a significant increase with children. So for example, um, in 2017, uh, Common Sense Media reported that 42% of kids now have access to a mobile media device compared to 1% of kids in 2011. Wow, that's a huge increase in a short period of time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now let's really sort of dive into this topic and let's talk about really the impacts of this um, on kids. And so we know that there is this link between how much we watch screens and, and obesity. And so could you tell us about that? Sure. So, uh, yes, there is a very strong link between excess amounts of screen time in children and childhood obesity. And it could be due to the sedentary nature of, of watching screens, mm -hmm. but also studies show that uh, your intake of those unhealthy food items seems to go up while watching, while being engaged with screen-based behaviors. Interesting. Right. Yeah. yeah. And can you tell us what you mean by excess screen time? Right. So excess screen time means more than the recommendation. Okay. So the recommendation currently mm -hmm. is that children under the age of two actually receive no screen time. Okay. Uh, at all. And then children between two and four years of age uh, receive up to one hour of screen time and those children five and older and that goes up to uh, age 17 in the recommendations uh, up to two hours of screen time per okay. day. Okay. So who's actually providing these recommendations? Uh, so the ones that I just gave to you were the Canadian Pediatric Society. Okay. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So I imagine that most people are not meeting those recommendations as you said the excess screen time. That's, the, that's not a lot of screen. 
Right. And so um, I should clarify that the Canadian Pediatric Society gave those recommendations, but mm -hmm. these are also the new recommendations provided by the 24-hour movement guidelines okay. that were just put out last year. Right. And in a previous podcast, we talked to Becky Bro about the sedentary guidelines and the active guidelines. So these are the same. They align. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. And so it, it seems pretty clear in terms of the relationship between screen time and sedentary behavior and you know, you're not as active and, and obesity, but what are some of the other sort of uh, perhaps negative consequences for children of having more uh, or excess screen time? Right, so um, with young children, it's actually been shown to impact uh, their language development. Mm. And so children who watch excess amounts of screen time have been shown to have some language delays. Okay, because they're uh, not conversing with their, their siblings or their parents as much. Well, exactly. Okay. So there is that one-way communication. So the, the television, for example, is speaking to the child. But there isn't that two-way communication that the child would receive uh, with a parent or um, a sibling or a mm -hmm. friend, where they're then speaking back and there's a bit of a conversation. So they don't get that language right. practice, which has resulted in some language delays. Uh, some of the other um, uh, associations with excess screen time is uh, uh, antisocial behavior in older children. Okay. Uh, so uh, in young adulthood, for example, um, and some of the other ones include um, reduction in attention span, so being able to pay attention in the classroom to a teacher, for example, for a long period of time, as well as cognitive development, showing a, a reduction in, in cognitive development. Interesting. And I, and I can see how that is because screens, they give us instant gratification, right? right? We're playing a game or something, um, or we're bored, and immediately we have something um, to, to entertain us, and so we don't have to, to learn to wait in a line, or learn to sit in a classroom and wait your turn for the teacher's attention, or what have you, so right. it makes and sense. It, and it is important to note that, you know, there is a place for screen time with children in the home. We're really talking about excess amounts of screen time, mm -hmm. um, and it is important to limit or be conscious of the amount of, of screen time children get in a day. Uh, and the, this is excess screen time um, day in, day out mm -hmm. as well, right? Mm -hmm. So if there is one day where your child watches a bit more screen time, there's no, there's no need for the, you know, there's, it's not necessary for the we parent don't to feel, panic. <laughs> yeah, or the parent to feel guilty by yeah. any means. Yeah. Uh, but being conscious and trying to meet the recommendations that I outlined earlier. So more about setting a routine about the screen time versus worrying about one specific day. Type right, of. and there's a number of ways to limit children's screen time, uh, but it's, it's trying to apply those consistently and fairly. Mm -hmm. Right, and so earlier we mentioned briefly that you had a, pub, uh, a recently published article in the Conversation Canada, and in that article you talked about some practical tips that families can use today to help them reduce that excess screen time. So could you t go over those tips with us? Absolutely, uh, so one of the, the biggest tips, or the first one mm -hmm. I like to say, is set those screen time limits. Okay. And set those limits early and be consistent over time. And if we set screen time limits and stick to them, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, then children kind of develop this um, understanding and expectation of how much uh, time children on screen should actually be getting. Mm -hmm. And they'll come and be honest with you. Oh, I've watched my show. So right. it could be a, a, a timer, like an egg timer that you set in the kitchen. Or it could just be you get two shows, mm -hmm. uh, and and children will come up to you if they know and th if they know that this is the limit and this is how things are done in my house. Uh, they'll come up and say, "Oh, I've done my two shows." Yeah, and I can see that's where the consistency is important, so that. Um, the kids aren't pushing it five minutes more, five minutes more, and so a parent, it's easier for you to, 
to police that. Absolutely. We received some similar advice on the first episode of Healthy Habits, Happy Homes from Jess Haynes when we talked about family routines. And so it is really a good reinforcement to now hear that from you about screen time as well. Right. Another thing to do is keep meals media free. Mm. So making sure that um, screens like televisions are turned off during family time because family time, like meal time, is a really great way to connect uh, with your children and prioritize those face-to-face -face conversations, really understand what's been going on in your kid's day. But that's also true for parents, so keeping cell phones away from the dinner table as well, modeling that good behavior. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we know that family meals are associated with um, better language development in young children, so it really just highlights what you were saying in terms of kids that are having excess screen time potentially in the meals having lower um, language development because there's lots of conversations that right. happen during meals. So. Right, and uh, family meals have actually been shown uh, to increase consumption of fruits and vegetables. So there's also that added bonus as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, and I'm, I'm sort of old enough now that my, my cousins are starting to have kids and sometimes uh, I see what they do is, you know, maybe their, their child is acting up and they say, well, okay, if you behave, then you can watch this show, uh, mm. right? So I, what do you think about that? I mean, Right, so uh, using screens to control behavior long-term has actually been shown to increase screen time in children. And so when we talk about using screens to control behavior, we talk about both uh, using it as a reward for good behavior. Mm -hmm. So like you ate all your food or you've been really good today and now yeah. you can watch 20 minutes of screen time or taking it away as a punishment for bad behavior. Okay. So I don't like your behavior and therefore you're not allowed to watch screens. Mm -hmm. And although that may uh, result in an immediate reduction in their screen time. So that day they've watched 20 minutes less of screen yeah. time. It actually, uh, it tends to put a value on screen time for children. So this is something that's valuable and then over time they're likely to watch more of it. So one of the tips that's recommended is actually to avoid using screens as a means of controlling your child's behavior. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, and continuing on this, this link that we see between uh, sort of modeling behavior in terms of screen time. So what about when, when kids see their parents on their phones all the time or maybe watching a lot of television? I mean, what, what does that really have, what does that result in for the child? Is, do they model that or? Right, so uh, when we always say turn, so one of the tips is turn off so you can tune in. Ah. So turn off your screens so that you can tune into your children. Um, so first that prioritizes face-to-face -face interactions. Okay. Um, but second, modeling screen time results in your kids using more screen time because mm -hmm. they see you doing it and you're modeling that behavior and then kids tend to think that this is just what we do and mm -hmm. so then they're on the screens as well. So studies have shown that when parents are on the screens, their children are likely to watch more screens as well. So it takes a whole family effort then in terms of reducing the screen time. Oh, absolutely it does, yeah. And it's a nice way to model it, but it's also a nice way to let your children know that you're there and engage in the conversation. So can you give us some tips for when, you know, for some families I know that screen time does have a place as you were saying. Mm -hmm. I know that um, if you have work to do in the evenings or just trying to get dinner on the table might require a screen so that you don't have little people pulling at your legs and getting in the way in terms of an opening oven and things like that. So. Um, what do we do when, you know, for those important times when screen time is the thing that really keeps our kids focused and safe potentially when we can't have a, a, an eye on them? 
Yeah, absolutely. So that's a really good point. Uh, when parents are kind of cooking in the kitchen, uh, perhaps there are some things that young children can do in the kitchen safely. But if you decide, if you, if you kind of go through your day and say, these are the key points when I use television, and, uh, and, and knowing that and trying to limit those into within the recommendation, that's okay too. Okay. Um, it's also keeping, uh, keeping your child entertained in different ways. So mm. perhaps they get one 20 minute show and that's their TV time. Mm -hmm. But then when that 20 minute show is over, you have two or three other options for them. Because what kids like to do is is uh, be entertained for short, like for d different things in short periods of time. Because okay. they get bored of one thing quite easily. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, without with the exception of screen time, they seem that's to the be, one thing. Right, they seem to be able to watch that forever. But if you say at the end of this show there are these blocks you can build, or mm -hmm. here is some coloring books, or here's a book you could read, or some more active um, options in the kitchen, like mm -hmm. can you? Uh, snip these beans for me or something along yeah. those lines that okay. they can help out in the kitchen But it's coming up with a plan ahead of time mm -hmm. is really helpful So I guess a, a major thing that I'm hearing you say is that it's okay to use screens But being aware of when you use them and, and when they're best used so that the kids aren't getting excess right. screen time. it's being conscious of your kids screen time and kind of having a screen time plan so mm -hmm. a family media plan and if that means 20 minutes while you're cooking dinner, then, then that's okay. Mm -hmm. But perhaps come up with a media plan for post that 20 minutes. Sure. Mm -hmm. and, there, and we hear that there are all these different ways for children to be accessing screens. You know, we, we covered a few already today. But do you think that any one type of, of screen is worse than another? Are there some sort of uh, best ways to, to have screen time? You know, is a TV show better than playing a video game better than playing on, on an iPad, I don't know. Well, I think that um, with the, so time is really what we're looking at for the recommendation. Okay. Uh, I think when it comes to the individual decision of what their child is watching, that's, that's completely up to the parent mm -hmm. in terms of what they feel is appropriate or best for their children. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, I know some parents who say, yes, you can watch your one hour or 20 minutes of television, but it needs to be something educational, for example, right. and they have a lot of STEM programs. I know other parents who say, well, you can pretty much watch anything you want so long as it's 20 minutes, yeah. within reason, of mm -hmm. course. Mm -hmm. um, so what they're watching is, uh, is, is up to the parents, um, but it's how much that they're watching is really the focus of the 24-hour move, movement guidelines. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing too, one of the last tips I do really want to mention is uh, perhaps having screen-free zones in the home. Okay. So, for example, removing charging stations from the bedroom. His bedrooms are for recharging bodies mm -hmm. and not phones. And, and if you have that, that ping for your kids or if they have that glowing light coming uh, from a tablet, they might be distracted. Mm -hmm. And it's also been shown to display sleep time, which can cause um, moodiness and uh, crankiness in young children. Yeah, take them out of the bedroom. Right. So <laughs> perhaps if you say, like, a, a, and dinner the dinner table is a great mm -hmm. screen-free zone. Um, I know that some families in the Guelph Family Health Study have decided that phones only stay on the main floor, for example. They oh. don't go upstairs or the tablets and the iPads and those mm -hmm. kinds of those kinds of mobile devices have stayed on the main floor and that's so they they decided that the bedroom area is completely a screen-free zone mm -hmm. as an example of, of an idea to reduce screen time. Yeah, I think that really lends to a certain topic of having screens in the bedroom. I think there's a there's a huge cultural difference in and uh, sort of how, what people think about that topic. And uh, so my, my parents never would have allowed me to have a screen in my bedroom, 
But I think that that's something that's a little bit more common here in North America. What do you think about uh, sort of that trend in terms of <laughs> kids having potentially screens in their bedroom? Is that something that's common these days? Uh, well, it, it seems to be a little bit more pro popular in the U.S. than it is in Canada. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I don't know whether that's due to a cultural difference, but typically in studies we mm -hmm. tend to see, like in research studies, mm -hmm. we tend to see um, it being more of a concern in the U.S. Uh, okay. That's not to say that um, screens are not in mm -hmm. the bedroom in Canada. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't seem to be as um, much of a concern, or mm -hmm. sorry, not I shouldn't say concern, as much as prevalent. Right. Right, um, but perhaps uh, not having, like there are situations where children are charging their phones mm -hmm. in the bedroom, for example, and so we want to make sure that uh, that's removed. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good suggestion for all of North America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take those screens out because I think you know, when the kids are quote unquote supposed to be sleeping, mm -hmm. if they have the door shut, who knows if they, if they have access to a screen, it's, it's much harder for parents to keep track, I can imagine. Right, and, and they keep track of how long perhaps mm -hmm. they've been on that. They could be on it for hours, mm -hmm. um, and it's just, it's just too tempting in the bedroom. Yeah. Well, Lisa, thanks so much for, for being here. We've learned so much about, about screen time talking to you, and I'm sure the families are going to appreciate all the really helpful tips that you provided us. Yeah, I certainly think that I need to reevaluate and have a screen plan yeah. for myself. Yeah, me, me so too. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be taking a lot of these tips to heart. So thank you so much for joining us, Lisa. Well, thank you for having me. Wow, Eli, I feel like we really learned a lot from Lisa in terms of um, how to limit our screen time and really being aware of how fast screen time can really add up in both our own lives and the lives of our children. Yeah, and I found that this podcast really complemented previous podcasts about sleep and physical activity and family routines as mm -hmm. well. They all kind of feed into each other. So in terms of healthy habits, happy homes, traditions, we'll leave you with our top tips for limiting screen time this week. Right, so the first tip that we want to leave you with is set limits to screen time. Right, so uh, maybe you should be limiting the amount of episodes that your children are watching on television or the amount of games that they get to play in front of the screen but also model that behavior yourself and set limits around how much you are using a screen around your children. And the second tip is to have screen-free zones. Okay, so some examples of that that we mentioned were having a screen-free zone in the bedroom or at mealtime. And the final tip today is avoid using screens to control your child's behavior. Lisa told us that when we use screens to control behavior, kids actually end up watching more over time because screens seem really special. So until next time, this has been Healthy Habits, Happy Homes. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Healthy Habits and Happy Homes. We can't wait to have you tune in with us next week. But in the meantime, if you'd like to connect, you can visit our website, www.guelphfamilyhealthstudy.com, or visit us on Facebook at Guelph Family Health Study. Thanks and have a great week.